Welcome to She Loves the Grid, where we discuss all things F1. Whether it's happening on the track, in the paddock, or beyond the grid, we'll talk about it all. And we're back after a crazy sprint weekend, and we have so much to talk about. So oh. here we go. She Loves the Grid. I'm Claire. I'm Diane. And buckle up, because, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so much to talk about. Guitar was guitar crazy. was crazy. <laughs> crazy. I agree with you. Like, oh my gosh. Just well, how was your week? Let's just get that out of the way before we jump into yeah. it. Yeah. It was good. It was really busy. I worked a lot of extra hours this week <laughs> trying to stay on top of things, but it was good. Had a great response from a senior VP on stuff and just making things happen. Kind of it's a three-day weekend for you too, so that's nice. What's that? You have a three-day weekend or no? no? No, yeah. My company for U.S. is off tomorrow, but I'm a German employee now, so I got last Tuesday off. So it was an interesting week for me having a day off in the kind of in the middle of the week. So yeah, I'll, I mean, I would take a day off at any point, but no, unfortunately, no rest for the weary. It's another busy week, <laughs> so. Yeah. How about you? How was your week? You had a, you had a day off, which is nice. You had a day off, which is nice. It's good. It's good. I've been uh, just busy with work, getting ready. My new boss starts tomorrow, so I've been trying to get ready for that. So, um, yeah, that and just it's cold. I mean, it's cold for me. Yeah, yeah. It's cold for me. And I, yeah. I'm um, wearing thermals already, and um, <laughs> most people were like, "What is wrong with you?" Okay. No, I get it, but it is 12 right now. I know that's Celsius, but it's cold. Okay. So it's cold (laughs) and it's been raining, which makes it even colder and windy, which makes it even colder. And I don't, I'm cold. Yeah. I hear that. I had a great call this week. Um, So one of the things, hopefully like in the next, I don't know, several months, I will have awesome, exciting things to share. But if, if, what I'm working towards kind of comes through. I've decided I'm going to need a whole new wardrobe because it will be freezing. <laughs> I'll have to get used to all that really cold again. Heavy socks, heavy like gloves. I don't know. We'll see. Thermals. <laughs> when you look, I know it's not that fashionable to have like a long sleeve shirt sticking out for underneath the short sleeve shirt, but I really don't care because I'm cold. <laughs> it's all about the comfort. It's all about the comfort. Uh, I gotta represent my nerddom, you know. Gotta, you I know. love that shirt. It reminds me of like uh, Travis Kelsey and um, his brother. You know, the mom at the Super Bowl. How she had the two different the Philly shirt oh. and the Kansas City shirt. <laughs> I love it. I think it looks. All good. right, well, let's let's get into this craziness. Yeah. I mean, we've got, so, we got stuff beforehand, and we have so much to talk about. Just about the I spring. know. So okay. Feel like some of this, maybe the 2026 stuff we can talk about next week because I might just skip over that. It's not going anywhere. Right, next week's not a race yeah. week, so yeah, not vital. There's no race next week, but I do want to mention so F1 Academy, we have not talked about them for a little while because they have a huge gap in between their races. Um, and so their their final race is coming up in Austin in two weeks, but it was announced this week that. Um, they're going to be live, so we'll actually get to watch it. Finally. <laughs> their, their final race. So what's really cool is F1 TV will have it, but so will the F1 YouTube channel. So if you are not 
a subscriber to F1 TV, you're still going to be able to watch it, which is what we've been saying their entire season. And, you know, assuming we will get them since they'll be racing alongside F1 next year for several, many races, I think all of their races, hopefully we'll see them. But this year it was just so disappointing because everybody was so excited um, for the women. Maybe before Austin, we can try to dig up some of their rules and stuff and whatnot, just to prepare everybody and ourselves as to what to expect, right? Because I think that would be great. It's different. That'd be something to do, you know. It is different. Yeah, they have three races. So in addition to the qualifying and stuff, they have three races. All three races will be shown. Um, But yeah, I think that's a great idea because we have nothing on the agenda for (laughs) next week. So So let's do it. Um, it. Okay. McLaren, um, I thought this was kind of interesting. So a couple of weeks ago, they signed a um, driver named, I don't know how you say his name. It's Ryo. Ryo. Ryo or Ryo Hirakawa. Um, so they signed him to their driver development program. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I like to see, you know, who's coming up in the world. But he is apparently has ties with Toyota. So a lot of drivers will kind of come like Yuki with Honda, um, Ryo apparently with Toyota. That that brings money into the team. And sometimes that's why a driver is staying on the team is because the team kind of needs the money that is brought with it. So there's definitely a tie between Ryo, Ryo, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, and Hirakawa. Like, there we go. <laughs> that works. So... Um, what the team principal, Andre Stella said is like, they're kind of hoping that they can get some insight from Toyota on like development and performance and performance of their drivers and all of that stuff. So people were starting to speculate, is this Toyota trying to come back in? Is this a way to kind of get back into F1? Toyota said not at this time, but they don't know what the future holds. So maybe not next year, but we also know 2026, there's a lot of changes coming. Next week, we'll talk about what some of those new regulations look like. So maybe, <laughs> maybe. Be interesting. It could be really interesting and just seeing how amazing, and we'll talk more about this, but how amazing McLaren has been since, you know, the second part of this season. If you get a, a company like Toyota behind you and you've got, you know, more insight, into performance, into drivers, and all of that stuff. Ooh, that could be dangerous. So we'll see. Um, Aston Martin, I thought this was interesting because we've been talking about like the World Endurance Championships. We talked about Mick maybe going to that with Alpine and um, Seb might be coming back. So Aston Martin said they are going to, starting in 2025, they're going to do Le Mans again. And so they've done it in the past. The last time they won it was in 1959. Um, but they're looking to come back into that. So it's kind of like, what, what is happening? <laughs> like the world endurance, like everybody's jumping back in. Now I feel like that's another one we have to really, we talked about it last week. Uh, well, you know what? You just have to come over and we'll, we'll go to Le Mans. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. I don't know if I can stay awake for 24 hours. Like I'll have to... Sh- nap and shifts (laughs) we'll we'll just we'll just get a a cart and we'll get like you know a a a blanket you can just lay down in the blanket you're 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 short enough we'll we'll make it we'll make it work because i can stay for 24 hours that's no problem you could do it friday night i just did it so (laughs) no problem 
you could totally. I love that. I know we have to plan plan out our stuff for next year. So we could throw that into the mix. I'd say we just throw everything that we want to do in a hat and we just pick it out and then we just make it happen. <laughs> I feel like we need to get on that. Okay. Here's one fun fact for you before we get into qualifying from Friday. It makes me feel so old. I know. So Piastri is the first driver born in this millennium to stand on an F1 podium. So in my head, though, I'm thinking like, what? He's not. I mean, Lando's the same age because Lando's the same age as my daughter. She was born in the year 2000. But I guess what they're considering is 2001. Like, it's yeah. yeah. Which kind of stinks. The millennium ends in- at the 2000 because the year starts in one. So Yeah. Anya's, Anya's um, baby, what do you call that? Christmas ornament says millennium baby on it. <laughs> She's born in 2000. I mean. It, it's a big controversy. It's a big controversy. Yeah. Um, so anyways. This is crazy. But I, just side note, yeah. 1970 was still 20 years ago as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, we'll just keep I, going. I don't know where you're wrong on that. I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> just speaking facts over there, Claire. <laughs> don't confuse me okay let's get into qualifying i'm skipping right over free practice because i don't really know what happened i i was i watched it and i mean i watched it after the fact because i had to work but yeah Yeah. let's just keep over it let's go to qualifying it's gonna be an hour episode or more anyway so at least (laughs) at least so hot and windy like we talked about last week this track was built more for motorbikes and they said it's flat they said it's one of the only places where there's like there's no grade it's just like the elevation is just flat (laughs) one of the places one of the flattest you know it's like one of the flattest countries too just like yeah and it's wide open like that track is wide open so when you see the dust and the and the stuff like kicking up it because it's windy as all get out and like where does it go it has to go on the track so that was really, really hard, especially for the tires, which we'll get into the whole tire thing. Um, so maybe think of the dust flying around in Arizona with the haboobs and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Oh my god, this is like all day. So this being a sprint weekend, they only had the one practice time, um, and it was, I guess, in the afternoon, um, I suppose. But because, like qualifying took place at night, they really didn't have like the most accurate data for setting up. So they kind of had to take a little bit of a stab at it (laughs) because it's a, you know, newly resurfaced track. The last time they were there was in 2021. Um, They weren't there last year, I think because of the world, the men's world cup. Um, And so they had to figure out how they wanted to set things up. So there were quite a few teams. I know Aston Martin for sure, Alpine for sure, that didn't even run soft tires in um, practice. So kind of interesting. So in Q1, it was like right off the bat, and we could see this in practice, lap violations, track violations <laughs> was going to be an issue. And oh my goodness, like poor Lando, he had the fastest lap. It was deleted. Lance, Gasly, Leclerc, signs like Lawson. <laughs> like they all had... Lap times deleted. It was insane. It was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to be a repeat where we're yeah. going to have to watch it? And then after the race, we're going to have all these position changes. Yeah. 
I keep refreshing that one website just to see, just to see. (laughs) Because you never know. You never, never know. And I was thinking the same thing because at one point, Albon got a notification for something that happened eight minutes prior. And I mean, Q1 is the longest of the qualifying sessions, but still like eight, eight minutes ago, (laughs) I think it's, how many minutes is it in Q1? Another good reason to take your cars out early, just in case. Yep. And they were trying, but it didn't seem to matter because they were getting deleted all the way. Yeah. It comes like Aston Martin and the tail in Q3, but anyway. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. So they had a feeling that this was going to be an issue. And so they had put down some special curbing that was like kind of part of like the track stuff um, prior to them even coming and it wasn't helping. And so we'll talk about how like they did that. So out in Q1, we had Kevin Magnuson, Lawson, Joe, Stroll, and Sargent. So um, Alex actually pushed Logan out. He could have made it into Q2. So close. So close. Like I was excited. I was happy for him with all the talk that we've had and James coming out and being so supportive. It was like, Logan. Let's talk about (laughs) Stroll. Oh. What is going on? I don't know. That attitude. He he was he was a completely different person from Friday to Saturday, though. Somebody had a little bit of a talking to, but by the end of the day, Friday. Hell hath no fury, right? I mean, oh ooh. my gosh, he was awful. So he was out again in Q1. Alonzo made it through to Q3. Stroll, like, literally admitted on the radio, he had left it out there. He on the, um, I think it was on the high speed areas. He's like, I, I didn't didn't hit those right. He got out of that car. He was mad and he gets like jumps out and I guess they're supposed to go out through the front to go way or something like that. And you see them kind of go around like the partition in the back and he pushes his trainer, pushed him and people noticed <laughs> like oh, yeah. people noticed. And then he goes in front of, because they're required to go to media and he goes to media and he's short and he's rude and he's cussing and just a jerk. I mean, I'm going to say it like, I get it. I get that. That's not what you were wanting. I get that. There's a lot of pressure on you right now. Never. Okay. No, no. Cause they're supposed to be to me. The F1 drivers are you know, the best drivers in the world. They're elite in that sense. This is an elite sport. And, and they're, they know they're required to do these pressures. And this is a point where they need to be elite there too. They have to hold themselves to a higher level of decorum. They just, they have to, because they're representing this eliteness and you cannot walk around and be a horse's patootie because you got, you, you didn't perform dude and you haven't been performing and that's on you. You know, I get that you're go back in your, your whatever, where no one can see you and and beat the hell out of a pillow, but like, don't take it out on other people because you can't do your job. Exactly. I I agree with that. And And I do sometimes think like athletes at those high levels, sometimes they're not like, I don't want to go out there. Okay. Can you take a, a minute? Can you take a couple minutes and just chill and then go? I don't know what the time frame it. Like if there's a certain time they have to go out there, I don't, I don't really know, but he was getting roasted. Like the people in the comments uh, were 
were just like, if I did that to somebody at work, I'd be fired. And you and I had this conversation and you said, you know, assault charges, you know, could be filed. Like you, you cannot act that way. <laughs> you no. just can't. You can't. You can't. And now like you, said, people, you just don't understand. No, I understand. Cause I get, trust me, I get ticked off to the point where I'm going to get violent too. But if I'm mad at me for me doing madly, it's not, it's not my right to take it out on other people. And yeah. I'm showing, he is showing bad for himself. He's showing bad for his team. He's showing bad for everyone else around it, including his dad. Yeah. Cause he's showing bad for the company because he represents the brand. Yeah, exactly. And all the sponsors. He represents right. all the sponsors, right? I mean, it's just, and if you can't handle it, maybe it should be in a different profession. Yeah. It, it was just so bad. And like you said, it was almost comical on Saturday at, at the, you know, pressers things. He was just all smiles. He's all smiles. I'm like, oh my gosh. It, yeah. it, it was so fake too, you could tell. Yeah, it was still, it was very fake. And I feel like it really was kind of one of those like, I'm going to smile. Just, yeah. yeah. So frustrating. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So Q2. I really thought Mercedes was like bringing it. Absolutely. That's why I had such high hopes for this and struggled with my predictions because I, I at some point thought it would might be a double podium for Mercedes. Yeah. Right. They were showing it. Maybe we'll get to the race, but yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you. Um, Carlos. Oh, I was not happy about that. He was Mercedes, I mean, Ferrari just wasn't. They were struggling. They were yeah, they were, maybe it wasn't like grotesquely bad for them, but they just weren't doing enough to be like, hmm, you know? Carlos, I think when you can tell when Carlos is not feeling comfortable in a car because it looks a lot like what it did on Friday. Like, <laughs> he just, you know, he can't, he can't get it. He couldn't get a lap time in. Like, it was just, it was horrible. And Ugh, I kind of wasn't entirely shocked that he went out in Q2. I just and, wasn't. And, I, and it's another one I didn't get to watch live because I, I finished up a work meeting and got turned on literally as they were wrapping up and putting up the results. And I don't mind seeing spoilers. They don't bother me. And I saw it. I'm like, what? Oh, I, I, I don't know if I can watch practice first. And I, it just killed me to watch practice knowing what was <laughs> going to be happening. I was like, how is signed in... Oh, yeah. So that was that was crazy. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. I was like, geez, Louise, I can't even. But he wasn't the only one because Perez also went out in um, Q2. So he had a lap time deleted. That's why he ended up going out. Um, yeah. Sonoda was out by four thousandths of a second. Like, Yuki, you're so cool. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, you, you were just like, ah. Oh my global treasure. Oh, he <laughs> is my global treasure. Um, and then Albon and Hulkenberg were both out and Lewis was on top yeah. at the end of Q2. That was pretty, that was pretty awesome. So Q3, Norris, once again, those McLarens looking so strong, shoots to the top, boop, then the lap time's deleted, boop, gone. Same with Cheryl, gone. And, and then, then this is that one, back to what I said earlier, and what I've said for how many weeks or months now, why do we wait till the end? I said it. I, I was watching it. I was telling my partner, I'm like, Alonzo's not going to go out. 
or maybe I was talking to you. He's not going to yep. go out. He's going to wait till he's going to do one lap. He's going to do yep. one lap. He's going to do track limits and it's going to get deleted. What happened? <laughs> what happened? One yep. lap. <laughs> one time in. Get a crappy time in and at least get P6. Like, yeah. No, he, you were right. He, he stayed in. Somebody else did too, but his lap time got deleted. It was ridiculous. Charles struggling like crazy off the track. Like, does he know where the track ends? And <laughs> it was so crazy. There was one area, especially that he just, every time he went around that term, it couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Um, Lando's, I, I kind of like Lando on the radio sometimes because he was going slow and Charles, I think, was the one coming up behind him. And Lando says to his engineer, is Charles on a push lap? And his engineer, pause, yes, blank. <laughs> like, beep. He was, sorry about that. Like, that could have totally resulted in a penalty for Lando. I don't, didn't, but I was like, dude. But I like Lando's kind of passive aggressive way of like letting his engineer know that, he Lando knows the engineer screwed up on that one. I yeah. thought that was kind of humorous. Um, Norris, like towards the end, like with two minutes left, had no time on the track. No, no lap time. Crazy. Uh, he had time me. for one, one good lap. Um, he was doing it. And then he went wide. <laughs> at, that, at that, like, yep. Craziness. Oscar felt bad for Oscar because after Lando went off, um, Oscar got bumped up to third and he's in the middle of his interview after, you know, when they do the three people and as they're talking, it pops up lap time deleted for Oscar. And the lady says to him, Oh, it looks like you had a lap time deleted. Did you know that was under investigation? <laughs> no I didn't she's like oh well it's been deleted looks like you're sixth now and Oscar's like wonderful well this was fun <laughs> I felt so bad for him but he's so funny because he's just so like even keel and then he still goes over and takes a picture with the three um <laughs> with the top three even though he wasn't the top three which I thought was just awesome. So anyways, after all was said and done, it was Max. This was for Sunday. Max, George, Lewis. Yep. So craziness. Absolute craziness. Then whatever they figured out overnight into the next morning, we wake up to find out that, oh, we're going to have to change the track. I was like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> yeah isn't that insane it's like okay we're changing the track so they change so it all like ties together right so i think it's between turns 12 and 14 they had people going off so like the load of the car in that area was causing the tires to get these like little micro uh lesions micro what do you call it like yeah. micro I would say there, there are definitely micro cuts or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Micro cuts. yeah, something like that. So they decided, so what was happening is like right kind of where the 
Pirelli is on the side. So the tread was starting to like kind of pull away from the wall of the tire. Almost like a stress yeah. fracture. Yeah. Which would be really, I mean, that's, that's a safety issue. So yeah. they were like, oh, we are going to go in and we're going to change the curbing in that area, 12 to 14, those turns, um, which should hopefully help take some of the load off of the cars. I don't think it really did end up helping maybe all that much, at least not in the sprint. Um, but so they went and did that. And if, there's a picture floating around out there and I kind of wish I would have grabbed it, but the curbing, it was like, I don't know how to do it like this, but it's hot, like high. It looked like, like a Toblerone bar. So like, you know what those look like? So yeah, that's what yeah. it looked like, but part of the curbing. So you, you don't want to hit that. Like, especially if you go off and try to come back on because it's, it's high and it's, you know, like a Toblerone bar. I don't know another way to describe it, but you definitely don't want to hit that. So then they and then said, it narrowed, it narrowed, they narrowed the track by like 20 centimeters, right? Yeah. I mean, 20 centimeters is, is sizable people. I mean, that's, that's a good size. I've on, I know we're on the people who are watching, we're holding up hands and trying to animate, <laughs> yeah. but that 20 centimeters is is a pretty good size i mean that's um yeah it, you know, it it's like um it's almost eight inches like seven and out seven point nine inches seven point eight seven inches so which is a lot it's a yeah. lot so they said here's all the stuff that we're doing so now the sprint um the shootout they're like we're gonna push it back so you're gonna have 10 minutes to go out and familiarize yourself with the new course because they wanted them like you were just saying like that, that is a big difference so we have 10 minutes of that then they came in and then they're like okay let's get going um what they had said is now that we've made this change after the race pirelli will take the tires they're gonna analyze them see if it worked blah 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 it they weren't really able to do that <laughs> we could talk about that later the why behind that, but that was their original plan. They were going to see if that worked. Um, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. Um, so SQ1, let's talk about it. lap times being deleted again. That's why I was kind of like, I don't know that that helped. Um, the, the sprint qualifying goes so fast. It's like you blink because oh, I, remember it's shorter time frames. So yeah. it's not like a regular qualifying. It, you look up and it's like, wait, how are there two minutes left? We just started. It goes. Luckily, actually, all the cars were out there. Most of the people are actually out there for this. So, because yeah, <laughs> you have to be, it's like you only have a few minutes. So, what we had out in SQ1 was again, Magnuson, he struggled at this track. Like, he just was yeah. not getting it. Um, Sergeant was out. Stroll was out. Albon was out. Yuki was out. Um, yeah, when Paul went out, like, oh no, we're gonna have another fit throwing, and then you yeah. know, he turned on the almost psychotic over smiles, yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Joker or something. Um, all of those drivers that were out had lap times that were deleted. So, um, Yuki originally looked like he had gotten through, but there was again, like you were saying, and I know you're still probably refreshing after the race because we're literally recording like minutes after the podium, um, but. Yuki was ticked because he had thought he'd gotten through and then he had a lap time deleted. And so he was out, but him getting out allowed Joe to go through to SQ2. So 
SQ2, same old thing, more lap time deleted. It's not as bad as Austria, but it's almost as bad as Austria. <laughs> so, like at all the big guys, like Ableton, Leclerc, Signs, Joe, and some of them were like barely, barely out, but it doesn't matter. You're still, you're still out and the stewards were like all over it. Um, so out in SQ2, we had Lawson. So um, he actually ended up beating Yuki in the shootout. So Lawson, Gasly, Botas, Joe, and Hamilton. And Hamilton <laughs> had okay. two lap times that were deleted. Yeah, he had, if I remember correctly, he didn't, he was like almost like shocked. Like, what? I don't. <laughs> yeah. No. What's well, interesting about Yuki, they started talking about, I mean, they all, they talked numerous times across the entire weekend about lap times and, you know, seeing everything from the cockpit and while the onboard camera makes it a lot easier for us to see it, that the driver should be, you know, it's like armchair quarterbacking, but the commentators are saying this, not me, yeah. um, that they should be a little more cautious, you know, and not cut it so closely because, you know, maybe they're seeing it. But the one thing they talked about with Yuki was, was he, and I think they're going because of his shortness, yeah. sitting high yeah. enough in the cockpit to see the, right the, the lines well enough. Yep. And I think that actually came up even for a couple other drivers. I swear there was another driver who said something about that. Like we can't see some of the lines. So I, I don't know how easy it is when you're trying to be on the racing line to give yourself a margin of, you know, it has to be the whole car. So maybe only let half <laughs> your car go off the track because it's the whole car. And it's a wide car. So maybe, guys, don't let the whole car go. It would be different if all 20 drivers are having track limits. Well, That's let's say all 19 because they're not going to call Max. Though so I was shocked they did on a couple of them. But well, anyway. He did actually get called. Yeah. Yeah, I would say he did on some of them. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the whole car. Yeah. So no, you're not. Right. It'd be different if it's like you're only your outside tire and you were getting it all the time because you're outside tire. But it's. The whole car. So I, I don't have a lot of sympathy that and when you think about Yeah. That. No, you're right. There was somebody that and I don't even remember when exactly it was, but they had like there was like a bulge on one of their tires that was still on the track and the rest of the car was off and, and he didn't get called for it because he still had that one little section of the tire was actually on the track. So the whole thing was not out. So yeah, if you just keep one little part in there, one little part, just you're good. <laughs> You're totally good. Um, okay, this was this was what you were just talking about. So in SQ3, Max comes out and lays down a massive time, like so freaking fast. I think Charles came right after him and was two seconds slower. I think it was Charles. Um, but then Max had it delete, deleted. I swear. I was, I was shocked. I was, I was shocked. I'm like, oh my gosh, I penalized Max. I know. I hope that person has is in the witness protection program now because <laughs> <laughs> who dared to do that? I don't know. But yeah, like seriously, that was a very brave move and I'm proud of that person. Um, <laughs> but Leclerc totally, again, struggling, just like in Friday, struggling to keep it on the track. Don't yeah, he was like wishy-washy the whole time. Like we crazy. just did not get the setup right. We just couldn't get it. We couldn't get it. Um, so Fernando, this is, I think, actually what you're talking about. Like he had That's no time. Yeah. yeah, he had no time on the board. Ocon didn't have any time on the board. 
and pulled. Ran up to ran one one time, one time. He waited till there was two minutes left on the on the clock. Yeah, one time, and his one time was deleted. Yep, bad. But Oscar Piastri was on pull. <laughs> so exciting! <laughs> what a great rookie season, man. Oh. Just, like the best, the best. Somebody said it's probably the best since Lewis um, was a rookie, but I'd have to go back and like really compare and then contrast to all the other people. But so the way that played out is like we knew Max was third. Max came across and he he was third, like boom. So we knew it was the McLarens. Then Piastri came through. He's into P1. And Lando, you can see as Oscar was coming and crossing the line, Lando's in the background doing the final turn, and he just goes off slightly, slightly off. He's just right off. I was like, oh, I, was like <sighs> I kind of wanted Piastri to get it too. And so when he, when Lando's coming around, it's like, I mean, either way, they're, they're both having a, a great season now that that car has been, it's you know, updated. And what a neat story, you know, for this year for them. And but I was like, he comes around just right. I'm like. Oh, Piastri got it. So yeah. this is so exciting. Which, honestly, like I was kind of surprised because usually when you go off like Lando did, I was kind of surprised he still ended up in second because you. I thought, oh, you know, he's just lost all kinds of time. And and in reality, like Piastri only beat him by like eight hundredths of a second. So imagine the time he would have gotten if he hadn't. He was, he was ahead. What did they say? He was ahead um, a, a decent amount. Like he would he would have been pulled. He would have been Paul. And that's why, like, Oscar, you get, we actually got a woo out of him. Like, when they told him that he was on pole. Like, usually he's so even keel and great. That's lovely. And this time he was like, woo. And pretty much that was like, <laughs> he went, it wasn't any more exciting than that. That was it. But I felt so bad for Lando because he knew and he was cussing at himself. And he's, you know, he's like, I'm in it. S driver. I think he said an effing S driver. And, you know, like he was so upset because he knew that pole should have been his. He knew yeah. it. It, sh it should have been his. And no. Yeah. And here's an example of someone being mad at himself. Yeah. Taking it and not everyone else. Yeah. Exactly. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Just now Lando, Lando. Well, he was really beating himself up. Okay. But then the sprint. So I screwed up because my app that I use to tell me the times for my actual time zone was off. So I thought that the race was at, what time did I think it was? 7.30? The sprint and- They were at 7, well, it was at 7.30 my time. Yeah, 7.30 your time. And then it was like 10 o'clock my time, but I had made plans. And I was like, darn it, <laughs> I'm missing the actual sprint and with everything that had gone on with you know qualifying on friday and then the so you got an emoji yeah. report <laughs> i did get an emoji report so claire said i will just because she didn't want to tell me what was happening and i'm like i can't really look at my phone while i'm gone and so she when it was when i was done i pulled my phone out right away and it's just one thing <laughs> after the other <laughs> emojis and it's like exclamation point. Wait, what was it? Hang on. I I wish I could show it on here because it's so funny. And I'm looking at it like, what what is happening? Hang on. Hold, please. I'm going to look. We text a lot. Okay, so it's exclamation point. I guess kind of a smirk. Then the wide yeah. eyes like this. 
the white eyes, two exclamation points in a row, sad face, smiley face, the blushing face, a, <laughs> that's what I think that was. Then the sh then this emoji with the sunglasses. That's a yeah, that's like, a <laughs> there's that. Then then three exclamation the cool points. Then, then then the trophy with a vomit after it. <laughs> then an upside down smiley face. Then the champagne. And I'm looking yeah. at this like, <laughs> well, I know Max won the world driver championship because that's the trophy with the puking face. <laughs> So I know that, but I don't know anything else that happened. So points are all the safety cars. There's one, two, and then three. I <laughs> <laughs> see, I already forgot that what that was. Yeah. So I didn't even I had no clue, but it was it was kind of some fun. of them so were related to your drivers and some of them were related to when <laughs> the, the the cool boys. Yeah, it was, you know. I was having fun. <laughs> It was fantastic. It was awesome. Like, I feel we should. Uh, no, I like to watch them live, but it's so funny because it's trying to figure out, like, if this happens, I'm going to give you one for each lap. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. But so I came home and I watched it. And oh my God, signs. So crappy on Friday. Well, well the funny thing was, though. Which you said though, because we all know the, the end was. Did you want to talk about it now or at the end about who you thought won oh. and who actually won? No, you could say it now. You could say it now. Yeah, I was just waiting for the car and you get it. You're like, oh, so Max won. And I'm like, no, he didn't win. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, what? I'm like, no, he didn't. He, I mean, he got a stupid world championship but and that happened in the like in the middle of the race which is why you get the champagne bottle before the race was over but that's why i was vomiting because they were they were diarrhea in the mouth over him but anyway <laughs> it was just so funny because like well max won the sprint i'm like no no and then i said i was like lando won because i'm thinking oh my god lando won lando needs a win you're like no um no i would you want me to tell you <laughs> yes, tell me I got errands to run. And she did. She's like, it's Oscar. And I literally am at a stoplight screaming, screaming in my car. Oscar won! <laughs> Oscar won! I'm like, oh my God, people next year running. I couldn't believe it. Oscar won. Oh, I was so happy for him. I was so happy for him. But yeah, that was amazing. I I was on cloud nine for him. Incredible. So anyway, into the sprint. It was, yes. it was great. It started off like, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you already had all the all the changes up at the beginning and then ugh, Liam. Yeah. I think the most impressive start for me was definitely signs because he was in that left-hand side and he cut all the way over, up the side, shooting up dust for the poor yeah. people in the back. Like that was incredible. I was like, oh my gosh, he did terrible on Friday. Couldn't even get out of, you know, Q2. And and then holy moly, and Max, terrible start. Terrible start. He was slow. I couldn't even believe it. And then Liam, we you had told me about that because I had Claire fill me in on the on the after she told me like Oscar won. I'm like, just tell me all the details. I'm still gonna watch it. But Liam, our safety car, Liam. He's and he's had such a good F one start. 
Yeah. I felt so bad that his last weekend ended the way it did because Same. he just he just had just not a good weekend. No, he was just kind of there. And then to have this happen, like, you know, your last weekend, you don't want to be crashing the car, beaching the car, whatever it was like. But he was on the mediums and they were saying, like, especially at the beginning, everyone on the mediums, they were having a hard time. Like it just, yeah. the grip was not there at all. And so they were struggling and the people on the softs were doing amazing. And then it flip-flopped. <laughs> it totally flip-flopped. The people on the softs were losing it. And the people that were on the mediums were like, we look like geniuses now. Um, Cause they had no problem overtaking the people um, on, on the softs. But George, yeah. George making a move at the beginning or towards the beginning ish. Yeah. Yeah, and holding the lead for a bit. It was interesting because, you know, I mean, it's not a, a Grand Prix, but the number of people who had the lead that weren't Max. Yeah. True. I don't think he had the lead at all, ever. No, no, he didn't. He did not. Nope. Which is That's shocking. I don't think there's been a race this season that he's not had a lead. We have to check on that because I think you're you're right. I never thought about it. And no one's brought up that stat. Now they will. We've mentioned it, but anyway. I know. It always happens. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> will. Like, and again, we are recording this right after the race, people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it, I mean, and honestly, this was on Saturday, so if nobody's mentioned it, then they're not going to mention it now after he won. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't I don't think there's been another race like that. This whole Because he's won mm -hmm. so many have been up. He's, is he not? Maybe the one where he finished fifth? What's remember the in Singapore? Did he lead that one at all? I'll have to look. I don't think he did. Maybe. I don't think Maybe. so because I think he would have gotten away. But I mean that's still it's rare. Yeah, it's rare. It's totally rare. Then Logan. Oh, Logan. Off the track. He didn't need it. I even apologize. Sorry, guys. My bad. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? You kind of gotta apologize. Like you just yeah. beat, you know. It was like he did an oversteer and understeer. He just. But what yeah. also stinks is like he had no times on the board in the sprint shootout. He never got a time in. So, oh. like, and then you crash it. Like, oh, not yeah. good. Not good for him. Not after all the talk and metrics that he has to hit. I wish I. I wish we knew what they were. Um, but Oscar, when he retook the lead, like that was so good. Was so exciting. Oh he said he's just been like so thrilled. Oh, it was amazing. And then Lando, obviously both McLaren are so fast, but him overtaking Charles, that like that was happening at the same time. I think like mm -hmm. Oscar was was taking over uh for George. So incredible, absolutely incredible. And then we had the Perez. Card number three. That was so insane. That was just so insane. Just to watch it live when that yeah. happened, I was just like, I scream. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and yeah. then Hulk was like, I got sandwiched. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised like Hulkenberg wasn't screaming in the car because I would have been, I mean, I yell at people when I'm just driving normally. And like, we, we know that. <laughs> I think if you're in the middle of two cars, I'd be like, get out of the way. Buddy, I'm right here. But yeah. Apparently, um, who was so it? Ocon, um, what it was is Ocon hit Hulkenberg's wing. Yes. And, and when he and then Hulkenberg 
backed out of it and it i think that's what put ocon into a spin and then he hit perez and it yeah, took he perez out yeah that's what everyone kind of reported after the fact and then oh um so they were out in i think a lap 10 and then on lap 11 hulk had to retire because he had too much damage and i mean seriously so they're saying like three across ocon had no idea that perez was on the other side of Hulkenberg. So he did not know that he was there. Poor Perez, wrong place, wrong time. Like, but I felt so bad for him. There was nothing he could have done about it. Like it just, it happened. But oh my goodness, when he jumped out of the car, I thought, is he going to go after Ocon? <laughs> he was bad. He, they're like, he's calling yeah. Stuart over there. Like he's trying to make sure he, they know. I'm like, they know. They know. They know. They absolutely know. And Ocon wasn't real fast to get out of his car. So I wondered if he kind of thought the same thing. Like, because <laughs> because Perez was there, like with his hands up, like he was mad. Like, you know, he was he was ticked. And, mm-hmm. and then I think like poor Nico, because more than once he has been again in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like he just keeps getting hit by people when he's just trying to mind his business and do his race. And they just keep hitting him constantly it's it's just awful and i could just picture gunter like the amount of parts that they have had to replace because of other people running into them like they're they're a little team they don't have a lot of parts and they don't have a lot of money for parts it almost be like uh, hey guys um you need to pay for our parts because you're hitting our car <laughs> <laughs> kind of should be that way like if it's if it's not you're a racing this. incident and you're just being a dumbass driver like you should have to pay for the other team's parts. Yeah, take like insurance. You you hit my car. You cost it. You need to pay for it. It's yeah. out of your budget, not mine. Yeah, I think, yeah, because I could just picture Gunther, like, on the phone to Gene, you know, like, Gene, there wasn't anything he could do. He got sandwiched. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that was, that was sad. I felt so bad for Perez and Nico and not that sad for Ocon. Anyways. So George, he was really trying to box. Like nobody else boxed during that. And he was like, I don't know they do. Which if you box is what you're not going to be able to catch up. You're just no. not going to have enough time. There weren't enough, there weren't enough laps. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what his engineer said. You have a job with Mercedes now. Um, that's exactly what his engineer said is that no, there's you you will never get back in the points and we need the points. Only the top eight in the sprint get points. So you know, we need the we need the points. They're trying to stay ahead in the constructor. So, um, and then you and I, I think, were were we talking about this at the time? Max and GP being saucy oh, with each other. Oh, I guess we did that on the uh, afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. We yeah, did. the that was sauce. So yeah. Oh my! I'm like, <laughs> listen to the sauce. I was like, Max is getting saucy. And you're like, well, GP is saucy. I'm like, true, true. Yeah, GP was saucier because he was like. Forget about Oscar because Max wanted to go after him. Max wanted to go after Oscar. We all know Max. He wants the win. And GP was like, forget about Oscar. Just get to the end. Like the little back and forth between them just cracks me up. They are such a married, old married couple <laughs> for sure. And he, and um, he, he lost by 1.871 seconds. That's, I mean, almost two seconds. That's, yeah. that's a lot for him. Yeah. He, he tried to catch him and he couldn't. The player no, was too fast on that one. Um, yeah. I would say good job for Lando because he ended up, he did not give up. 
So good for Lando. I loved, loved seeing that. And same with Lewis. Like he was making up ground like the champion that he is. Like he, he also not given up. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to get the points, which is smart because Checo's out. Lewis is trying to get second place. He's not that far off. I don't, today they should still be about 20, 29 points. Uh, he was 30 points behind Perez. 30 points. Okay. Exactly so, 30 points behind Perez. Yeah. So Lewis knew what he was doing. Like he needed as many points as he could get. But Oscar, oh my gosh, Oscar winning <sighs> a sprint. Like you his said, first, what is first F1 race? He won his first F1 race with a sprint, yeah. but he, he's on the podium, first place. That That's amazing. It's I mean, it's unfortunate that when he gets off, that all the thing is because Max, you know, got his oh. during the race. And they went straight to him and celebrated him. And, and it was weird how they talked. They talked to Max first. Yeah. Then Oscar, then Lando. It was like weird. Yeah. The order. And there's been a lot of podcast talking and people chattering about this. And I'm I like, I get it. But to me, why don't you do the three, two, one, like you normally do, and then come back to Max and then spend more time about Max at the end, talking about the championship. Like that would be, let's talk about the sprint, get it over with. Now let's dedicate time about the championship. But yeah, I know. I saw some of those things too, where people were like, you know, give Oscar his due. Like that is his first win in formula one. Like, he should have it. But also I could see both sides, honestly, like oh, yeah. I can see Max, you know, he is a world driver champion for the third time. And, you know, you want to give him that respect also, but I don't know. I was happy for Lando to be on the podium again, but you know, I still feel like he was having a weekend. He, he was all over the, you know, like highs and highs and lows. Um, after the sprint though, Charles got a five second penalty for guess what? track limit violations. <laughs> so he dropped down. Alex was promoted to P7. So Alex went from P17 in night. What was it? 19 laps that the sprint was mm-hmm. from P17 to P7, which I was like, Alex, dang it. That's amazing because they did not think that car was going to do well at all. It's no. very windy there. That car hates the wind. So he like, and, and there was a battle between him and Charles at the very end at the finish line. So. And that's uh, on Charles's penalty is the only reason why uh, Alonso got points is that brought him up into eighth. And so, cause he was ninth otherwise. So that got Alonso into eighth. And so Alonso got a point. Oh, good job, Alonso. Okay. Here's your fun fact from the sprint. Max is the first driver to be crowned world driving champion on a Saturday since Nelson Piquet, who AKA is also a racist, um, (laughs) allegedly. (laughs) Do I have to say allegedly? I feel like there's enough proof. Anyways, but Nelson is his girlfriend's dad. So they were showing pictures too of him with with Nelson and him with Nelson's daughter on on the stuff. Yeah. I didn't see those. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Race day and race. more change, more changes, at least to rules. But anyway, the like rules. the structure, the structure. What a weird, interesting I mean, thing. I mean, 
here's the thing, and, I, and it's all about the tires, right? They they did it with the tires. What was it? Eighteen laps of the max you could do on any yeah. tire, it, it, including any time before the race. Yeah. Now, to me, okay, I get it because of safety and what they need to do. However, if the drivers and the teams would have known this beforehand, they would have managed their tires differently. But yeah. now, yeah. You know, so it, it really messes with your your whole race strategy when you don't have that knowledge going into it the entire weekend. That's right. That's absolutely right. And they were saying, um, like, Max had the ideal tire situation. You know, he could make four pit stops and he had, you know, these tires that would do great. Lewis was not in as great of a situation, so... Who knows how his race would have turned out if he had actually made it through the race. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting. So we heard about that this morning. I don't know exactly when they came out with it, but they basically had said because of all the safety cars during the sprint race on Saturday, they couldn't get the data that they needed from those turns 12 through 14 to really determine if those micro lacerations were, you know, going to be an issue, not be an issue. And so to err on the side of caution, they just, they, that's, it's like, okay, you have 18 laps. So we knew everybody was going to have to pit at least three times. Like that was just kind of mandatory. Um, track limit violations. I don't know if there's been any changes. I feel like now it's been no, almost there, an hour after the race. Been, anyway. I've been watching everything still, everything's still the same. So okay. we're, we're good. Yeah, I think just with all of the weird, the weirdness, waking up Saturday morning to changing the track, waking up Sunday morning to 18 <laughs> laps is the max. It was just such an interesting um, race. But a few teams that I kind of want to hit on um, for today. So Alfa Romeo, Valtteri Botas finished eighth today. I think he was final. Is yeah, that the okay, which tied his best finish for this year. Joe, who started at the back, he started 19th because Perez would have been 20th, um, but he ended up starting from the pits. He finished in the points. So, yeah, nice. I mean, like you went from 19th to 9th, like that's awesome. <laughs> like, good job, Alfa Romeo. Like, I didn't think we were going to talk about them at all today. And then they yeah, they're at 16 points now. Ooh, good for them. Yeah. Are they still second to last? Or are they still ninth? They're eighth. Haas okay. is now ninth at 12 points. And oh, Haas, Haas. Is yeah, last five. I forgot about Haas. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Williams is seventh still. So, yeah. And James thinks they can stay there. James thinks that they can stay at seven, um, which let's talk about Williams. So, on lap 18, Alex Albon was in the lead. So, like, just, you know. <laughs> Just, just for that one, for just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. But hey, he could still say he, he led the race in Qatar. Sergeant, mm, I felt so bad for him. He was he was actually had good pace. He was right there with Alex, the majority, or at least you know, the beginning through like the middle part of the race. They said he was feeling sick, um, and had been feeling sick earlier in the week. But that was never reported anywhere, so it's hard to know like what that was. But he was struggling with the heat, and he came on the radio at one point. And I think James 
um, their principal had said, like, come on in. And he was, you know, he said, we want to take care of you. We want to make sure you're okay. Logan was like, I can do it. Like, you could just hear it in his voice, though. He did not sound healthy. He's like, I can do it. I promise. I promise I'll be okay. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he really wanted to prove himself. Then on lap 41, Logan said he needed to stop. He's like, I ha- I have to come in. Like, you could just hear it. And the team was very yeah, supportive. They're like, yeah. they're like, you've got to make the call. You know, you do, yeah. but he's just like, I can't make it. He's like, I just, I can't. Yeah. And somebody had said, I guess he was like in second gear. Like, I know he almost came to a complete stop to get out of the way of a. Yeah. And then over. Yeah. They, they were talking about it. it was struggling. He was struggling to even get off the thing. And then they had to help him get out of the car. So that's not yeah. like he got himself up and then he just sat there and they were saying like his suit was like dripping. So, I mean, you lived here. The heat is no joke. So no. even if he was just dehydrated from earlier in the week and maybe it wasn't like the flu or whatever else, I, who knows what, what he had. Um, but if you're already start dehydrated, it is so hard to catch back up. And the heat, like Fernando had said at one point that his, his seat was burning, like his seat was burning. Like he asked them to pour water on him when he came in to a pit stop. Like they were all struggling. And we'll talk about like, you know, the top three guys here in a minute, but the heat's no joke. And so if you're already dehydrated, then you're driving in that, which is one of the, Max, it was one of the top five hardest races he's ever done. Oscar's fairly new in F1, but he said the hardest race he's ever done. Um, you, that's nothing to mess around with. The safety no. of, like, you don't want to be, like, throwing up. You don't want to pass out. You don't, you don't like, want to pass out because you can hurt yourself and others anyway. So Exactly. Yeah. You certainly don't want to die. Yeah, yeah you don't want to die. Because that does happen. Heat stroke, it, it happens. It's a very real thing. And you can start, yeah, getting super dizzy. So I just, I felt terrible for him. Like, he knows he needs to prove himself. And then for this to happen, there really just wasn't a way for him to, to do it. But I, I'm so glad the team was very supportive of, you know, of him and just wanting to take care of him. But they did have to help him get out of the car. Um, Alex had at least two five second penalties. I don't even know if anything came up after the fact, but he ended up with at least two. Um, and Alpine, so Oka finished in the point, so good for him. Gasly had at least three. Oh, interesting quote I just found about getting sick because I was yeah. trying to see if there was an update on Logan. Ocon said that he threw up by lap 15. Where are you throwing up though in your helmet? I guess so. And his team responded, okay, nice and steady on the way in. Sergeant, you know, stop and Sergeant had stopped because not feeling well. Um, yeah. Like you have to drive around like that for 40 more laps. how much he actually threw up. But yeah, he yeah. said he, he, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're talking about that. And then, and then, of course, the other thing too is uh, they showed Russell pulling his hands out, you know, yes. at one point in yeah. doing this. And he said he admitted to Sky Sports F1. To be honest, there were points I thought I was going to faint. <gasps> Strolls were seen struggling getting out of his car. He and Albon went straight to FIA Medical Center. Botas told media, including the race, the conditions were torture. And on the <laughs> limit of being um, uh, unacceptable, their temperature was around 33 degrees, while his temperature in the day scored 38, 38, 33, 33, 66. Minus two sixty four, so 
70 something, almost 80, but uh, but it's worth remembering the track gets almost 10 degrees warmer. So yeah. there were several people good. after the rains that were affected wow. by it. So there you go. Stroll was struggling getting out. He and Albon went and got medical attention, Botas. They, you know, so there's a lot of them. And for George to say he almost passed out, like that is not, that is not good. You're driving, when George did that, he, so if you were watching and maybe you're not watching our YouTube, but he did pull his hands out of his um, steering wheel and kind of set them on top of the steering wheel. He was heading towards turn one going 195 miles an hour. And his hands were kind of like maybe we would do in traffic or, you know, here. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, so that's interesting that more of them, more of them, and they were expressing concerns over the safety because of the heat and everything. Yeah, that is very, very scary because it, it doesn't just end like, okay, it's, it's a it's very scary to me that those two went to the medical tent. It's very scary to me that Ocon's throwing up because once these things start happening, you feel like you're going to pass out again. I live in a desert, like, and when you have that kind of extreme, like, exertion of your energy as an athlete, I mean, it can cause death. It can cause, they could be sick for days after yeah. this. Like, I mean, it's probably good that there's no race this weekend because they're going to need time to recover. It's yeah, a I don't even know if I would try to fly out if I were some of these guys. I almost feel like I would get some fluids in me. And well, they probably the medical tent gave him IV fluids too. Yeah. That'll, that'll help. If they just hook him up to an IV and really, really hydrate him that way. That'll, you know, it's like they do with football players, IV yeah. fluids. It'll boost them back That's up pretty scary. quickly. That's scary. But I mean, and then you have like Ocon and, and um, George finishing in the points when they're barely like hanging on. That is terrifying. It's crazy. Oh All right, sorry, I didn't want to. I saw that. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's crazy." No, that's that's nuts. I can't. I want to read more about that. Um, Gasly, speaking of Ocon, Gasly, his teammate, um, had at least three five-second penalties. At least three. I don't. I'm towards the end. This kind of ticked me off because sometimes Gasly drives me crazy. Um, but he overtook Stroll. He left the track, came back on, overtook Stroll. Like you can't do that. Like that's you cannot gain a position by, by overtaking off track. And he wasn't given the position back. And at one point it looked like he was trying to defend the position um, from Stroll. So I don't know what was happening there with Gasly, but yeah, it wasn't good. Haas for Haas. We talked about how sad it was for Nico during the sprint, but before the race even started, he had a penalty for starting in the wrong grid spot. So he was supposed to line up behind Carlos. Carlos did not start the race. So that spot should have been open. And when he came around after the formation lap, he pulled right forward. And you could see him keep looking to his side to, you know, on, on his left. And I wondered if he was looking to be like, wait, I'm not supposed to line up across from that person. What? Well, I can't go back now, but yeah. So he already had a 10 second penalty to like start the race. And that was probably the best thing they had going on. So, I mean, um, Perez and Gasly get the highest figure. They both earned 15 seconds total of penalties. So oh three God. times, they each got three times. I thought Perez got a fourth one late. No. Yeah. So that's, well, uh, um, 
And then Perez, who started fit behind classified. Yeah, okay. And then um, Stroll got 10-second penalty for two offenses. Uh, Albon got a 10-second penalty. Alonzo was investigated for rejoining the effort to turn three unsafe, but he was only issued a reprimand. Yeah, which we'll talk about that in a second. But I was kind of surprised because he really did come at Charles kind of hard on that. Um, let's just talk about Aston Martin real quick. So we talked about Lance's lovely behavior. Um, there apparently, and somehow maybe I missed this because I was a little busy with work, but apparently there's talk that Papa Stroll might sell the team to the Saudis. Now, I know the Saudis, I think, are big investors in Aston Martin F1, but there was talk about him selling it. And so you wonder if that's true. Is Lance also a little worried? Because people are already like, he shouldn't be an F1. But if you have a whole new owner coming in, I mean, that's one way to not have to fire your own kid is to sell the team and let somebody else do it. But like, he could be gone if somebody else buys that team because you don't necessarily have to keep him around anymore. Um, anyways, kind of early on, I want to say lap 19, Stroll, because of the way the pit stops were working, Stroll ended up ahead of Fernando. And the <laughs> Stroll's engineer comes on and said, you need to get out of the way, basically, of Fernando. He's on a different strategy than you. It was like, you need to move over. <laughs> like, <laughs> let him through, stop holding him up. You're on a completely different strategy that's basically going to put you a lot further back than Fernando. Um, like you said, when so Fernando, when he went off the track, like, I mean, good for him for driving that through the gravel. Like, yeah. He did not get beat. He got through it. But when he did come back on that track, they didn't say anything at first. And I was like, maybe because it's my Ferrari, but I was like, oh, he came right up alongside a, a Charles. Like he just shot out of the side. The side I imagine the it's a tough thing though to get out of gravel, the difference in the, the stuff, and then back on the slippery. It's pretty slippery. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I know I like Alonso and whatnot, but anybody yeah, to like one that. to be able to get out of the gravel at that speed, get back on the track, not yeah. stop, not go into a safety, not really lose much position. He lost a few spots, but yeah, that had no. been tough. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. It, sure. I don't know if he could have done it better other than slow down and lose more, more position. Well, and I think if you yeah you lose that momentum because you don't want to slow down on the rock you don't want to get beached like i think you slow down like you got to stay on top of those <laughs> those rocks otherwise your tires just going to start spinning um that was kind of crazy so stroll like you said he had some penalties i thought he pulled himself well he had pulled himself up and then i think that's when he got his third one so he finished outside the points um today so yeah, he's, he's got, he got a lot just outside he was 11th Okay. Yeah. So he'd gotten himself up, but ruined it, ruined it. So no points again, uh, for track limit violations, Ferrari. I mean, Charles, he did good. There was nothing awesome, nothing like to really talk about. I was devastated when I initially heard they're working frantically on, on a leak on Carlos's car. And I was like, what? It's awfully close to when they, <laughs> open the pits and then they close the pits and it's like, you got to be out of there. And then maybe five minutes later, they said, Carlos will not be racing today like that. They've, he's got a leak in his fuel system and they're not going to have it 
ready. So, ah, poor Ferrari. Because Charles Charles started in fifth and finished in fifth. So okay. he just, he maintained his spot. Yeah, it was pretty dull for him. But I, I think like Carlos not, well, it didn't really hurt them too much as far as the constructor. Because I was originally thinking him not starting and having both cars finish in the points. Because I would just assume that Carlos would work his way up from 13th or 14th, wherever he was starting, into the points. But it didn't it didn't really make that much of a difference because Lewis was out. So that's kind of a wash. So Lewis and Carlos are out. And then George finished fourth. Charles finished fifth. Um, so nothing major there. But I'm guessing that Charles has, is sneaking up on Carlos in the um, driver rankings because Carlos was ahead of him. He's uh, eight points away. Yep. Darn it. Darn it, darn it, darn it. So that's going to be tricky. Um, okay, Mercedes. I'll talk about them really quick. So Lewis, he, he, he did wear the rainbow helmet at one point this weekend. I don't think that's what he was wearing today because he had his purple purple helmet on. Today. He had him on for the sprint, I think. But yeah. yeah, for the sprint, which I just love that Lewis constantly, he wore it in 2021 because, you know, it's important for him to talk about inclusive, inclusivity and diversity and Qatar, you know, he said he wasn't sure how they were going to take it, but people thanked him. So that was good. Toto wasn't at the race, but at one point we hear his voice when George after turn one. So he was somehow being connected. <laughs> I was like, poor Toto, once again, two, two races in a row, he cannot get the the recovery time that he needs. What was I thought was interesting, considering what happens at turn one, is on the formation lap as we're coming back to the grid, he says to the team, I'm a sitting duck to all of these guys because he was starting on soft tires. So I was kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. I very foreboding. Yeah, yeah. So then first turn. Lewis, it's they were three across, right? So it had to have been Piastri, Russell, and then and that hit Lewis. Oh my gosh, I was so glad he did not take out Russell completely, but he took him into the gravel. I mean, it just you know busted the one of the tires off of, of yeah, of Lewis's car. So you knew he was just out of the race, but Nothing I was I was so glad he didn't take Russell completely out of the race, yeah. Yeah, George I was, was like, was ahead of like, well, there goes our predictions. <laughs> I, <laughs> I only had George. I, I mean, uh, like, well, I only well, had Lewis because I honestly thought George might take it, like, get into a scuffle with Max because that is usually George's MO. Well, on the front see, row. I thought Lewis, but see, if Lewis had stayed, I think he might have ended up with P2, and then I had Piastri P3. So, you know, I might have been right had this not happened. Oh, I thought you had George Pete. I thought you had Lewis and George on the predictions. No, I had Piastri. Did I? Or maybe I I had Piastri. Did I? I can't remember now. Maybe I, I did. I almost thought about putting both Lando and Piastri, but I was like, yeah, Piastri's definitely been the stronger one. And I thought for sure the way the Mercedes had been going all week, that they were due. They were ready uh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. They were ready for it. So that I was torn. Happen. That's right. I was torn. I was like, I'm just not sure because 
I, I wanted, I don't know. I was thinking they were going to keep it out, but yeah, I, I went back and forth. I think I thought it was going to be, and then I was like, no, it's not. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was going to be, I went back and forth. So I gave you my second try, but yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. we, were, we were both wrong on Lewis, but George was yeah. ticked and both drivers initially were blaming each other. So Matt, uh, Lewis said, I can't believe my own teammate, you know, knocked me out of the race. And George is like, I was sandwiched. Like, why would he do that? He was, I mean, the whole first part of his, his radio to his engineer when it happened was all bleeped out. Like it yeah. was at least a second and a half of just bleeps. <laughs> like, there was nothing you could do. So then he came, George comes in, he gets whatever he needs. And he says, then he comes back on the radio because one thing about George is he will not let something go. Like he is no. a dog with a bone and he will not let it go. So he's back on the radio and he says, I watch, I saw it on the screen. Um, so he's watching the TV screens as he was driving. And that, I'm like, what are you trying to pull Fernando? He's <laughs> well, he was going super slow at that point because um, it was still a safety car. <laughs> but Fernando was actually racing. <laughs> like George is in a safety car situation. Um, but so that's when Toto came on because George is just like, I had nowhere to go and blah, blah, blah. Um, and his engineer first told him and then Toto came on like, stop, like put your head down, focus, you know, and Jordan, I know I'm going to focus. Um, Lewis did say after he had gotten back, he saw it. He recognizes that George didn't have anywhere to go. It's unfortunate. He fully takes responsibility. One thing that I would say now, just hear me out here. So they, George and, and Lewis were on different tires. Lewis is on the soft tires. You're on a soft tire because you want a quick getaway. The soft tire is not going to hold up. I'm kind of surprised. And maybe George just didn't see Lewis coming. But if you are kind of near each other, why would you not give the driver with the soft tire priority? Like, why would you kind of not maybe try to back out a little bit? I feel like I need to go back and and see what well, George I thought I heard him say something too about I wasn't looking behind. I was paying attention in front. So I didn't see him did come up behind. Yeah, George, George did say that. He was paying attention to what was happening in front of him. But I also feel like that's kind of a dig. Like Lewis was behind me, so I should have had priority. But also Lewis is on the soft tire, the quicker tire from the jump. If that's the case, and they should have figured that stuff out and given team orders. Like they exactly. should have just dealt with that, yeah. you know, and because they know they're going to be competitive. So, yeah. and that's the thing is like, did y'all talk about this ahead of time? Like your your second and third on the grid, did we talk about like potential? And, and and you know, then you can play into it too. On the flip side, if Lewis is saying I'm a sitting duck out here because of the soft tires, George could have very much taken that of like he's not confident. I need to, you know. Because yeah. he is just, it, there's just so much to this. I'm glad he, I'm glad Lewis saw it and took the responsibility yeah. for it. And we don't have like more infighting kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure he will apologize. And George was able to finish the race and he pulled himself back up. What did he finish? Fourth, um, which is great. Like with everything that happened, <laughs> like good for you, George. That's amazing. So, you know, maybe not what he was hoping for he would not have beat max that's my opinion so no missed out but then on Lewis, man i mean to not finish at all i mean he ended his he ended his scoring streak too because he's yeah. he now 
Max. He was the one of the last two drivers that escorted every race. And now, yeah. now it's just Max. <laughs> Max is the only driver to score points in every race. At first, it was three of them for the longest time. Yeah. Lewis, Alonso. Max, and Alonso. And then Alonso missed out. And now a few races back, and now Lewis. So it's only Max. Only Max is the only one. Um, but he also doesn't gain any ground on. Well, he. I, that's what I was thinking. He didn't gain any ground on Checo, but he didn't lose any ground. I guess is what I should say. He didn't lose any ground on Checo. Yeah. So he still got 30, 30 points with what five races to go. So um, he can he can make it happen. And Austin is another sprint. So we have back to back sprints. Oh, so. Wow. Yeah. So he's, he has an opportunity to, you know, hopefully make up some decent points. Um, okay. McLaren. So last week, oh my gosh, we talked about how good, like good they've been doing the second half of the season. And it's like, they did it again. The first part of the season I think was all Aston Martin. The second part of the season has all, it's been all McLaren. All McLaren. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Oscar saw his opportunity when all that went down with the Mercedes and took second, good for him. I thought that was amazing. Um, what I think I wrote down like two second pit stops, <laughs> like that's what it is. Their pit stops were amazing. One point eight, like there was a two second and a one point eight. It was insane. These pit stops. Lando had a one point eight, and it was funny because his team, as he's doing his interview at the end. His um, mechanics were right there and they they were yelling 1.8, 1.8. And he's like, yeah, we had a 1.8. So gave him a little bit of a shout out. Oscar had a two not second. Long after that, not long after that, Max had a 4.1. Yeah, that was not good. The no. Red Bull, they don't usually do that kind of stuff. But Lando also had a 2.1. So they were like 1.8, 2.0, 2.1. Those were the ones I was keeping track of. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, I thought this was very interesting. 10 laps before the finish, Lando is told to hold his position. I hold heard position. That. He was like, why? <laughs> why? I'm quicker. What? Yeah, I'm quicker. And they and, said, and the, and the commentators are like, yeah, look, he just pulled the fastest lap to prove it. <laughs> he, and he had been. I feel like he'd had that a couple times right around that, that time frame, And he was gaining on, on um, Oscar, but they literally came back and they said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're quicker, we're worried about George. And he's like, uh -huh. exactly. Like you're proving my point. You're worried about George. I'm quicker than Oscar. So let me go through. We can hold him off. Um, but, but Lando did the right thing thing i suppose and didn't question and yeah yeah there you have it so i i was happy for him again to get the podium i feel like i still think he's gonna walk away from this weekend being a little hard on himself because he could have had you know he could have been better in qualifying on friday he could have been better in the shootout on saturday here he's in third he could have been second like I feel like there's going to be a lot of if onlys or what ifs, you know, from him. So yeah. I hope that he, I hope he doesn't spend too much time um, thinking about that stuff. Just I hope not. I mean, this has been a good season and now they have a good car. He just needs to keep 
keep his head up because yeah. next year, holy cow, next year, those two in that car keep it up for next year. Yeah. It's not going to be a Red Bull dominated year next year. Right. And remember, they still think they were only about 50% of their ability with what they want to do with the aerodynamics of that car. So yeah, next year, it is just uh, not. I don't know. I mean, Adrian Newey has always got something up his sleeve. He's incredible. But what I think is um, one thing that could be really sad for Lando is he's been with McLaren. He's been their number one driver for a while. Danny Rick won a race as a McLaren driver. Now Oscar won the sprint race as a McLaren driver and Lando is still waiting. He's still waiting for his opportunity. Like he's a bridesmaid, but not the bride just yet. <laughs> but I think his time will come and I think it could still come maybe this year. Like I, I honestly so. do. I think it could. So he has had five podiums this season. That is like the best season that he's ever had. His third podium in a row. Amazing. Oscar, second place, best finish in a Grand Prix. And today with both of them getting on the podium, they McLaren has 500 podiums in their history. Wow. 500. And technically it could be 501 because you had two drivers on the podium, but I think it doesn't matter. Like it's just, you know, they're counting the race as a podium. So 500. Like that's McLaren, amazing. That history is so cool and it's great to see them um, coming back up. But I think overall, like my biggest takeaway for McLaren was I, I think this weekend just solidified even more for me that Oscar is a potential, he will very likely be a world driving champion at some point. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think he will. Okay. Let's talk quickly about Perez um, and Rebel. He started from the pits today with a 10 second penalty because after the crash, thanks to Ocon, in, on Saturday, they his chassis needed too much work. They had to basically start all over. So they they were actually doing work two hours after the checkered flag on Saturday. The car was in park firming. You're not allowed to do that because the chassis and all those parts had to be replaced. They said it's like they created a third car. So like the last race, we brought this up. Logan Sargent had the same exact issue. This is why we talk about all and share like as much stuff as we do, because it usually comes up again. <laughs> like yep. this year, it really has. We've talked about tires, then it, you know, we had that race for like, uh, we used all the tires. So just like last week, um, that's where he started. So here's one thing I thought was kind of interesting. Um, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Let me finish talking about the race. So lap 27, <laughs> poor Perez, first of his penalties, right? It, in one lap, he had two track violations in three turns. In three turns. Ah! <laughs> like, he was like more all over the place than Charles, man. He was just oh, like. I feel like Charles got it back together today because I don't think he had any penalties. But for uh, Fernando, oh my gosh, Perez was everywhere. And it's been an issue for him like the whole season. So lap exactly. 40, he gets another one. And his engineer is like, this is hurting our race. <laughs> like, this is starting to hurt the, our race. You need to like, like understatement of the year. So he did. So what did we say he was? 10th? Yeah, he got, he just he got one point. it in to 10th. Uh, yeah. And that's because Charles got the penalty, I think. Charles had a penalty? I'm not Charles. I'm sorry. 
Lance. Lance, sorry. Yeah. Lance got the penalty because Lance got when Lance got taken out, it put him down to eleven, and it moved several up. So it moved Okan, Botas, Joe, and Perez all up. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, again, here's the thing. I feel like <sighs> poor Perez. Um, yesterday was not his fault. Couldn't do it. Today, a lot of that is his fault. Like, I just mixed two races. Ignore everything I just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was yesterday. That wasn't today. I know. There's a lot happening this weekend. So but I just, I kind of feel like today, yeah, that was on Perez. Like, yes, you started yeah. 20th. You had a lot to make up. You started 20th. You finished 10th. So if you didn't have pretty good. 15 seconds in, in track limit violations, like you could have finished up higher. Like, Oh, when you have one car, we've talked about it a million times. When you have one car that is killing everybody else, your second car should be right there with it. Exactly. Right there with it. And you're barely getting a point. And that's because Lance Stroll got hit with a another penalty. Like, come on. This is getting ridiculous. Um, I, uh, I'm glad he has a mental health coach. Um, after the race in that interview, like when they were doing the interviews, both Max and Oscar, they were sitting on the podium. So like you were just saying how they were all struggling. They were sitting on the podium. Um, Oscar said because they had to have the three pit stops, it felt like they he did 57 qualifying laps. So, I mean, he, it was just relentless. It was just like, go, 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 like as fast as you can. Um, well, yeah, the, the winner he was like laying on the floor, you know, they it, were just and like. Max got on the floor for a while too. Yeah. I saw Max on, at one point was sitting in Lando's seat too. I was like, wait a minute, Max yeah. isn't sitting in the bodies. I'm confused. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. I think at the beginning they of the don't. season, it was a big deal. Like, oh, Checo sat in Max's seat. And now it's like, nobody is, sits in the right yeah, seat. Nobody cares. No, but um, yeah, Max came in. He was also on the ground because like the floor is gold. Like they're mm -hmm. just trying to get, but I thought it was kind of funny. So on the um, podium, they don't use champagne because they're not using actual champagne from the region of champagne in France. So it's, it is more like a sparkling wine or whatever they call it but those things were duds like it probably was too hot and they tried to do the thing and it was like dribbling out like there was no spraying of the champagne the cameras cut away they're like okay there's nothing to see here and they all just kind of laughed and they were like well okay um but here's one thing i wanted to ask you so after the world driving championship max won last night he was doing an interview and he was saying he he never thought that something like this could happen. He he was hoping that he could get on the podium in his career. Never thought that he would be a world driving champion. Do we believe that? Because we know how relentless he is. He's a perfectionist. He wants everything. He doesn't want to just win. He wants the pole. He wants the fastest lap. He wants the sprint. He wants the sprint pole. Like he wants it all. And even after the sprint yesterday, he and his engineer sat down for like an hour to figure out why he did not win. So do we believe at all, or do you believe at all, that he really thought he may never be a world driving champion? No. No. Same. Yeah. No. I, I call, like, that's, that is, you're trying to be humble, but I don't believe I don't, it for I a second. I don't know <laughs> for a couple of reasons. I think, one, I haven't watched any of the stuff about his past, but just from what I heard, you know, he's, it sounds like his dad was pretty relentless and pushing him and whatnot. Yeah. But the other most 
they, they talk about like motivational people and, you know, it, you know, your vision for you to be such a strong, consistent champion. Oftentimes you have to visualize it, believe it, know it, say it. I am this. I yeah. am this. You have to yeah. accept it and visualize it and believe that that is what you are and will get and will attain. Yeah. To your core. It cannot just be you just kind of have no, you have to. So he had to, in his core, believe that he was going to be doing this and have that to push himself to have that level of confidence to drive him there. Yeah, I agree with you a million percent. And I think he was raised to be a champion. He was raised to be a champion. Like you said, all of the um, all of the stuff, the stories we've heard about his dad and everything else. And even today, he said, we still have races to win. Like he's not satisfied that he's won and they've won now, you know, their constructor again, six races before the end of the season. No, he's like, we still have work to do. We still have race, races to win. You are without that kind of mindset. You are not a champion hoping that you get, you know, that you'll be on a podium. That's not going to get you anywhere. Like you no. said, you have to be relentless in your pursuit of that championship and, so I thought it was a nice. I, I, I think he's trying to come out where he doesn't sound cocky, you know, and and, <laughs> yeah. and whatnot, trying to have that humble. But I think it's more um, that you know he, he could find probably a way to say, you know, you have to visualize it, and see it, and believe it. You know, I've learned. He's, I've learned from my coaches. I've learned from mentors to have this positive attitude to to know at my core, to be able to achieve it um, and not from a, I'm the best kind of thing. Yeah. He could have said it that way, but I think he's, he's trying to come across that way. Um, but I don't think he's ever had much disbelief in himself. Yeah. No, disbelief. I, no, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But I, I, I mean, imagine. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. He could be a complete BS artist like I am. And <laughs> I don't know. I People choke enough. My, my, my insecurities come out. I choke. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I would appreciate it more if he just did come out either, whether it's him or any other champion that was like, no, I knew since I was a little kid, this is what I wanted to do. And like you were just saying, like my mentors, my dad, you know, whoever, like, this is what I've been working for. And, and then credit everybody around you, like Adrian Newey and you know, Christian Horner and your, your mechanics and everybody else for making it possible. Like, again, that car that Adrian Newey has provided you <laughs> the last three years and just continues to elevate is a big part of why you are a champion. So there is where I think you can, you know, kind of maybe push the thing off, but I think it's more genuine to say like, no, this is what I wanted since I was a little kid. And it could be that he, maybe he didn't feel he would be able to get it so handedly like this season, mm -hmm. like this season might be something yes. he was expecting to get it so handedly because he's got the mix of this great car and, and the competitive field has not been as challenging up to this point. So yeah. maybe that, but overall, no. Yeah. So, yeah. But good for and I wonder, and, and I know we're, we're in an hour and a half. So we're going to wrap this up. Something I think would be interesting I'm sure they, they did it, but the, the, for him to win the constructors, the, the driver championship so early on, I know because he's had so many first places and whatnot. I just wonder 
two things. One, how much went, you know, I'm assuming they adjusted the points to win based on the number of races because they added races, right? So they had yeah. to have had that. And, we and then I wonder if they would look at saying, instead of you achieving a certain number of points, they just wait to the end to see who has the highest percentage, because then it's kind of deflating that you already have crowned your winners now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have your overall grand champions when the whole season isn't over? While it may not be mathematically possible for someone to win, I get that because of it. It's just, it's kind of like, and I get it. It's just not mathematically possible. No one can come up and do it, but it, it I don't know. There's, I just talked myself into yeah. the answer. It's just, it's, it's still, <laughs> yeah. it's We're still kind of, it's kind of, anti, it's kind of anticlimactic now, right? Like, yeah. It is. And that's what we ran into last year because we we were at Austin um, and I know we wanted to see Max win it there, like while we were present. And I don't think he won it. Well, they didn't do Qatar. So it might have just been Singapore. Did he win it in Singapore or Japan last year? Whatever it was last year, the race right before Austin, that's where he won it. So even last year, he and there aren't as many races we've added, um, you know, some races, but still like he won it fairly early. And so it was kind of a, I mean, we were still happy to see him uh, seeing him as like, Oh my God, we're watching a two time, you know, world champion, but it would have definitely been more fun to, to watch. Yeah, him I guess it. there's really no way to solve for it because it is a mathematical thing. And so yeah. there's no adjustment. I just talked myself into the answer, but it's still, it's kind of like, it's, it's a little, yeah, it's just a little anticlimactic because you spend the rest of it. Um, I don't yeah. know. But maybe the, the thing is, then it's on to the other teams to step up. Like we need to see McLaren figure it out and be more competitive. Even if the Alpha Tauris come in with this year's Red Bull car next year, there's at least two more cars that are, you know, could be in the mix. Like, we need the other teams to figure it out. And like Williams, like they're already, James told us weeks ago, months ago, we're not putting any more effort into this car. We're moving on to next year. Like we need those other teams to step up and start challenging Adrian Newey and that beast of a car that he made. So it's not like this. Like we can't, yeah. the other teams have to take some responsibility and elevate their game. So we don't yep. have Red Bull and Max winning five, six races before the I end. Still wanna, I still want to, like, a, a a Sadie Hawkins-type race where, you know, like, a, the, the, they just, like, switch up the drivers in the cars just one time, just one time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would love to, like, take rank the, the, the cars from best to worst, and we already have the drivers pretty much ranked, and flip it, put the best drivers into the worst cars and the worst drivers into the best cars for, like, one race, just one yeah. race, right? And, and do it like the last race or after the last race. Let the season be over. And so then you don't have to worry about your cars crashing. Do it the last race. I just love <laughs> it. And then find the hell out of them if they purposely, because that way you, like, you break it, you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there'd be too many secrets. The, the engineers would be like, we don't want somebody else driving this car. We don't want them taking our secrets. But no, I think honestly, like I think it would be fun. Driving it, if they're driving it, they don't switch engineers as drivers. Like you know, yeah. like, I know. no, I'm saying I still think a driver could get in, like a Lewis, a Fernando, and be like, huh, 
this is different. Like we should be doing this in our car. Like the, some of those drivers so. for sure, like Fernando so. would be all over that. Louis would be all over that. But I still think it would be fun. I think it would be a blast. And I think you could raise a gazillion dollars for charity doing something like that. Yeah, like, do it like I would pay okay. to watch it, not even in person. I would pay to watch that. Or or like, you know, take one of each of the teams and be like, okay, you're going to take this car and we're going to wait a year and then do it, right? Like yeah. something, something just to see anyway. Yeah. I'll no, wait. Exactly. We've been on this for an hour and a half. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you all for sticking around if you've stuck around this long. Yeah, it was a crazy sweet. weekend. It really was. And then, yeah, next week we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll figure it out. We'll, let's do some F1 Academy. And um, I feel like there's something else. We it's could just do. confusing student covers it was for yeah. the 2026. Oh, 2026. Yeah, we can talk about that and the rules for F1 Academy. Get ready for the following weekend. And since we're another off, sprint race, good. it's going to be another long one in two weeks. <laughs> Still so ticked off. I'm not going to Austin, but I'm I'm starting to let that go. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review. To stay up to date with She Loves the Grid and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow us on Instagram at She Loves the Grid and on Facebook at facebook.com slash she loves the grid. Thank you for joining us for the ride this week. Mm -hmm.